Welcome to the Real Actors Life podcast, a Wayne Ingram audio production, taking you behind the scenes and backstage of what it really means to be an actor. Hey there, everyone. Uh, welcome to another episode of the Real Actors Life podcast. Um, you're going to have to forgive the sound quality. I'm kind of recording this one on the go a little bit as inspirations kind of struck me somewhat. Um, so I'm kind of just sat in a place I wouldn't normally record with a microphone I n- wouldn't normally record a podcast with. Um, so something struck me. Um, I've had a lot of conversations in the past um, with people, quite often uh, non-actors, in fact more often than not non-actors, about this idea that um, actors are attention seekers, um, or that they just want fame, they just want the spotlight, they just want people to know about them. Um and um it it strikes me that it's such a a common belief but actually my my experience is actually almost completely the opposite um despite what it is that we do and and some of the things that are involved in the things that we do um i I have met, as you, I'm sure you can imagine, uh, being an actor myself, I've met many actors and worked with many actors and had many conversations with people about uh, why acting grabbed their attention, why they got the bug, um, why acting, essentially. And one of the things that, that has been fundamentally clear is there's this massive correlation between actually not wanting attention and actually wanting to hide which seems so unbelievably counterintuitive but what you have to understand um about the the actor's condition is that that an actor very rarely presents in public a raw very real version of themselves um it's often a heightened version of themselves, or even a complete character altogether. Um, I myself um, battled with depression as a teenager, although I didn't realise it at the time. I wasn't aware of what it was that I was going through, um, and neither did my family because I didn't share it. Um, but when I look back, it's, it's very, very clear to me that it was depression. Uh, almost on a daily, certainly a weekly basis, I'd go through periods of of depression. Um, And it was like a switch sometimes. Um, Very difficult to deal with. My friends often didn't know how to deal with it. Um, And certainly the students in my year group who weren't close to me, who weren't close friends, they definitely didn't know how to deal with it. In fact, I'm not even sure they were aware what was going on. But um, because of the nature of the beast um, and the um, very irrational, very emotional behaviour that can sometimes come with depression and to some degrees anxiety, I think, although I think it was mostly depression that I was battling rather than anxiety, um, that 
created a tendency for me to be bullied, um, for want of a better phrase. I, it, yeah, I, I can't really use any other any other word for it to to justify the behaviours of my peers, I suppose. Um, but one thing that was a consistent consistent thing for me aside from the bullying was my love of performing my love of acting and it was one of those things that I would consistently get top marks in in my class um in fact it was the only thing that I would consistently get top marks for in my class and so I found this this kind of sanctuary in performing um and I think one of the reasons why that was was because I came to the realization that if people were laughing at me whilst I was performing um, in a play, they were laughing because I wanted them to laugh. They were laughing because I presented them with the scenario in which they could laugh. They were laughing because I gave them permission to laugh at me. And that was a very empowering thing. Um, because they weren't laughing at me, they were laughing at my character. Um, and so a lot of my teenage life, um, into my adulthood as well, became this character. Um, I've done public speaking, I've, uh, hosted another podcast separate to this one, I've presented workshops in front of students, and every time, and it's part of the human condition as well, is every time it's a character. I, I dare anyone to um, do public speaking and not see elements of, of a character. Interestingly, I was uh, reading about a study. Uh, this was uh, an article in The Guardian, or at least on The Guardian website. Um, and a study has been uh, done by some scientists at, I can't remember which university, um, about actors' brain activity. And... Uh, it was the first study of its kind, I understand. And what they did was they they tracked the brain activity of various different actors and put them in various different scenarios. Um, and what they discovered, I only, I, I didn't read the f full report or, or article in depth, but what the Guardian seemed to be saying was that an actor's brain activity does change when they are in character. Which was something is something that you know you quite often would assume because they're playing someone else. But what they um, noticed was that there was this huge area of the brain activity which was clearly linked to trying to suppress one's own identity, because you're trying to think like someone else in order to make the audience believe that you're someone else. And and I do think that actually that makes a lot of sense because. Actors don't like being themselves in public. They don't like um, being that vulnerable. When, uh, when a lot of people say, oh, I don't know how you have the bravery to do that. I, I don't think I could ever do that. I'd get stage fright, etc., etc." I I think it's because there's this idea that you're, you're putting yourself out there on stage or in front of the camera or into the public eye to be um, scrutinised. But actually, it's not, not true. What you're doing is is presenting yourself as someone else, which seems like an obvious thing to thing to say, but but you are, 
and so you're not the one being judged. In many ways, you're not the one being vulnerable, although, of course, it is an extension of you um, and your feelings and your experiences, so in some ways you are, but to the audience, it's not you being vulnerable, it's the character being vulnerable. And so you kind of live this dual identity. Um, and, I, and I think actors, and, and most of the ones that I've spoken to, to go back to my original point, all the ones I've spoken to have similar stories to my own. Um, a lot of them were bullied. A lot of them were dealing with depression or anxiety or, um, you know, having identity crises or just generally not happy, um, usually in the teenage years. And then they found this outlet. They they started rehearsing with like-minded people who um, enjoyed this transformation and this sanctuary that they found. Well, I kind of found their tribe, found their people. Um, I I think part of the issue with people assuming that actors want attention um, is based around how the media perceives the industry. The media perceives the acting industry and career as glamour and glitz and red carpet premieres and VIP events and chat shows and all of that stuff. But they really present... The other side of the industry, which is um, the love of the art, um, the love of performing, the love of hiding in this sanctuary, the love of transforming into someone else. Um, and, And so because the glamour and glitz is all that's really shown in mainstream media, that's the assumption for for muggles, <laughs> non-actors, non-performers, non, non-artists, that anybody that wants to be an actor wants to be an actor to be involved in that. And, you know, some of us do want to be involved in that, but not because of the glamour and glitz, but because of the projects that are available, the people we might be able to transform into and the experiences, the otherworldly experiences that we might get to experience that others don't. Now... One might argue, well, yeah, okay, fine, you say all this, that the actors don't want attention, but all of my friends who are actors are constantly promoting their work, they're constantly talking about themselves, they're constantly telling everybody what auditions they've got, they're constantly um, marketing their shows and, and their films all over social media, etc., etc. Um, they just really want attention. And you, uh, my, my counterpoint would be to remember that these people... Actors and and indeed other performers as well, and artists, musicians, dancers, etc. They're also freelancers. Um, And because they're freelancers, they have to market themselves. So anything that you're seeing on social media, if you're not within the industry, um, in many ways it's not for you. Um, It's for, for you if you find it interesting, but... But it's not being put out there for the attention of family and friends. It's being put out there as a marketing tool. Much in the same way that um, celebrities and um, brands do. It's the same thing. We live in the age of the personal brand. And so individual marketing on a daily basis, very personal marketing, is is the way everything goes now. Um So I just kind of want to reiterate again, um, actors aren't a breed of person that is constantly seeking attention and approval. They're not. 
Um, and those that are, I think, are often in it for the wrong reasons. Um, most actors that I know are very humble. They are very um, <laughs> introverted. A lot of actors I know are very introverted, despite the belief that all actors are extrovert. They're very introverted. They're very self-reflective. Um, and so I just kind of wanted to um, eradicate this view that actors are all attention seekers and just kind of put it on record that I believe that the opposite is true. It's this facade of attention seeking in many ways, which is which is ironic. Um, yeah. So I hope that was at least interesting. I shared a little bit of, of my own story there but it's it's something i think that's important because i do see people having this conversation about actors to me sometimes um and getting quite um well i just feel that it somebody needs to stick up for, for actors sometimes um so i thought i would um so i hope you found that interesting at the very least and maybe even valuable um if so, please do share the episode with any family or friends or maybe you've had this conversation with somebody uh, the other day as well that you might want to share this with. Um, if not, uh, what you could do is head on over to iTunes or whatever platform it is that you listen to this podcast and just need leave a nice little review. Oh, actually, that does remind me. Um, I did want to give a shout out to somebody that did kindly leave a review Um for the show uh let me uh find this uh where are we give me a moment sorry about this uh yes i wanted to give a shout out because I, and i, I kind of want to continue to do this for anybody that does leave a review um this is a shout out to uh sophie actress 87 who uh left a lovely five star rating on itunes um, saying insightful and honest a really great podcast it gives such an honest insight into the world of acting in a positive way such an easy listen for an evening after work thank you well thank you sophie uh for that review and um to everyone that's been listening to the show so far um i'm really really enjoying putting out these these episodes and I will continue to do so uh, provided that people continue to listen so thank you um that's it for this episode um as i say I hope you enjoy it. I hope you found it valuable and I look forward to seeing you on the next one. Bye for now.